Welcome to Monk's Tape. Folks, welcome to Monk's Take, the St. Joseph's College Athletics Podcast. Uh, we're finally back after a long hiatus. Here it's our first podcast of the 2020 calendar. And today we're joined by men's and women's indoor track and field head coach, Tom Dan. Coach Dan, uh, thanks for joining us. I know you have a big event on the way, and that's we'll, we'll cover that quite a bit and talk about your team. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm, I'm uh, anticipating a fun weekend and... So we're, we're excited about it. Yeah, so this weekend is the first ever GNAC Indoor Track and Field Championship. It's going to be held at Boston University on Sunday. Uh, here it's quite the facility. It's going to be uh, a very nice first event for the conference. It's a huge facility. Uh, the track is amazing. It's got uh, really strong bank turns, which uh, some of our athletes have not been on before. We've been on a subtle bank turn at um, the Reggie Lewis track uh, but this is uh, going to be really exciting it's a big venue and there's six teams and so we're going to look kind of small in there well i mean your team has done pretty well this year you guys have progressed uh very very well i think with some strong recruiting classes and uh you know we've put up a little recap about the poll which has the men finishing second in the in the preseason or the pre-championship poll what they call it uh and, you know, you have a really nice mix on the men's side, we'll start with, um, of returners and newcomers, you know, that, that puts you at the top of the conference or at least in contention for a championship. That's certainly the way I see it. I mean, everything's on paper right now and you have to go out and do it. But um, if you look at the kind of the paper standings, um, I see uh, Suffolk University as being probably the team to beat, but I don't see us very far behind. So I think we can definitely give them a good battle. So what do you, what do you do with that, that, that poll, that pre-championship poll that comes out, you know, just a couple days before, it's not like a preseason poll where you see with other sports and you have the whole year to kind of defy that or use that as a, you know, as a chip on your shoulder kind of thing, but you have a couple of days and you see that and you kind of figure probably that's where you'd be. It's probably where you put yourself. It's kind of where I voted. Um, I kind of saw us that way. I want to be honest with it. And um, again, you still, you still have to go out and execute and you still have to have the right mindset and you have to have things go your way and you just never know anything can happen. So we take it with a grain of salt, but I also think it's important to understand kind of where we are and what we need to do and, what everyone's role is on the team. And um, so I'm not afraid to show those. I know some some athletes have a hard time with it. It gives them a lot of anxiety. So mm. we're, we're working on the mental skills to reduce that. I don't think we need to hide from what it looks like on paper. But again, we take it with a grain of salt and go out and do the best we can. And what happens, happens. Yeah, it's one of the things you have to love about sports in general is you, you play the, the game, you, you run the event for a reason, and, and whatever's on paper before doesn't doesn't really mean that much. Um, your your team, you're saying like there can be anxiety, of course, and I get that totally, but it should be like the funnest event of the year, and I think some of your top athletes feel that way, and hopefully that bleeds down into the younger folk as well. Yeah, I think um, probably the biggest problem in terms of creating anxiety is when we set goals that are just number goals or positions and, and not focus enough on what we need to do to get those results, um, that, that's where the anxiety comes in. But if you can really focus on what you need to do and all the little 
little pieces that get you where you want to go, then that doesn't create as much anxiety. It's all all the process. Right. And I, yeah, you mentioned you've worked a lot on that with your team and, and uh, you know, the results have been positive for sure. This year, uh, you know, what's very cool about your sport and track and field is, is that you can see the results and how they stack up against others in the conference. And there's enough results at this point to have a consistent idea of where people can finish. Uh, no one's going to surprise and throw the shot, you know, five yards further than they have. I mean, they're roughly where they're at. And that's what you can expect to see. And I know uh, we have a young man who works in our office, a standout athlete here, Troy Hendricks, a sophomore from not other, not other, other than Hiram, Maine, right across the, uh, the road from you, I believe, Tom. And, yeah. and uh, you know, he, he's always doing a lot of that stuff, putting it together. And, and he is very excited about the weekend. Um, and, and he knows he, he knows we're right there because of that, that worksheet that's online that you can see. If you do a little, uh, you put a little effort in, you can figure out where you might finish. That's right. And, um, you know, Troy, Troy loves to race as much as anyone does. If he could run every event, he probably would. Mm. Um, but I think he also uh, knows that not over racing and, and being able to focus on a couple of uh, important races for us um, is going to work a lot better. And I think he's really honing it down into uh, a couple of individual races and then uh, a relay. And you, so Troy obviously is one of those athletes, but you have others as well that are near or at the top of the list as far as GNAC uh, individual competitors so far this year, if you want to talk about some of those. Yeah, um, I'd say one is Lance Santosonio. He uh, He's going to do all four jumping events for us. The triple um, jumping. Yeah, we decided not to have him in, in the 200 or the 400. He's right on the edge of scoring, but we have some teammates that are real close to him. So it seemed like we could take him out of there and, and just have him focus on a high jump, pole vault, long jump, and triple jump. Mm. And I think he's going to do well in all of them. He's a very, very talented athlete. And then, of course, he'll be a, an important member of the relay, one of the relay teams at the end of the meet. And those will, you know, I know that you said to your team, hey, we're not going to track throughout the day because that just gives more anxiety and more, you know, things to think about that you don't need. But those relays at the end are going to be potentially make or break. I, I hope the meet is really close then because it'd be a lot of fun um, just to tangle with the, the teams that are in contention. And that's what relays are all about. So, yeah, we, we hope it's that way. <laughs> so I, I'd also say Ricky Reyes, our freshman. Um, who's come real close to qualifying for New England's in the 800 uh, and the 400, really. He's got to run both the 400 and 800 and um, is a top contender in both. Nice. And he's also going to, uh, no pun intended, jump into the uh, high jump event and <laughs> see what he can do there. He did that in high school, correct? Correct. Yeah. Uh, Simon Vinci is the top seed in the shot put and one of the top throwers in New England in the shot. And he's also uh, third uh, ranked in the weight throw. So he's he's should score a lot of points for us. A couple others, Tyler Netto is a newcomer for us, came from the soccer team, and um, he is real fast. We're, we're very excited. He, he's only run one meet, and he already made the the uh, top six in the 60-meter uh, dash, and he's not too far away in the 200, so we're real excited about wow. him maybe throwing a few surprises in for the team. Um, and then Mike Mason, I've got to mention him. He's also going to run the 400 and 800 along with Ricky, and he's right there in both events uh, scoring for the team. So That's awesome. So, yeah, the men, as we mentioned, uh, ranked second in the pre-championship poll, so that will be exciting to follow on Sunday. Now let's talk about the women. 
and 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 the rankings. I know the teams are different compositions. Still, a lot of talented. Yeah. <laughs> the women were fourth in the pool. Uh, just talk about the women's team and the makeup, and and I know there's some new faces there as well. Yeah, it's um, it's a strong team. We just don't have quite as much depth. Um, and I think the other thing to make note of is the fact that Emmanuel College is just really, really powerful. I mean, they could be eighty or ninety points ahead of the second place team. So that kind of takes away points from everyone else and um, and makes it look like none of us are as good. But I think we are good, and I think we'll be battling for that second, third spot somewhere in there, maybe fourth. So. Um, you never know how it's going to play out, but uh, some of the notable athletes that we're, we're counting on for points would be Kaylee Tedisco in uh, the 60 and the 200, and she's also going to do the pole vault. Awesome. Um, and um, Samantha Vandemore, 400-800, she, she's in the running for, um, you know, top three in both, and, and she could do real well for us. And she's also real close to qualifying for New England, which would be really good for her. Excellent. Either one of those. Uh, Dory Lemoyne is um, shot put and weight throw. She's ranked in both, so we're looking for some big things for, from her. Um, uh, Lillian Bissett, uh, sixty meter hurdles. That's her strong event, and um, she's ranked. So we'll see how she does there. Uh, Kelsey Kennedy um, should score probably in the mile in the eight hundred. Although um, those are pretty pretty deep fields, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, she's talented and she's a gamer, so we're excited for that. And then I guess the last two I would mention would be in the triple jump. We have Cassidy Lee and uh, Emily Colson are both ranked in the triple jump, so we're looking for some things from them. And I know Lee has broken that triple jump record a couple times yeah. this year for the program, so that that's uh, good to see. It's a talented sophomore group. Yeah, really. it, is, it really is. It's a young team, so looks good for the future and our recruiting class if they they all sign on the dotted line at some mm -hmm. point um i think that we're gonna have a lot of depth and talent for next year so it looks good for the future for sure so what do you i'm gonna put you on the spot here for the women so they're predicted to finish fourth what do you think their their high water mark could be they could finish as high as second for sure um but i wouldn't be disappointed if, if they all did well and worked um, to their best capacity and we finished fourth, I'd be happy with that. I mean, obviously we want to finish as high as we can. Nice to bring home hardware if you can. Yeah. But um, I think we're kind of in that second, third, or fourth spot. Yeah, awesome. And you, so you mentioned the uh, the high bankings, the high on, on the turns. Uh, talk about what that does for a runner and, and you know, how the difference in, in the degrees specifically and, and just kind of give us what because some of us probably don't know what shot. Well, it certainly is an advantage to run on a bank track, but the problem is you have to get used to it. So it's just a different feel when mm -hmm. you come around the curve. But um, I don't think it's going to take very long for them. You know, even on some warm up laps and things like that, I think they're they're going to get used to it. And you can have a certain time in a bank track race, and they actually have to adjust it oh, to really? a flat track in terms of qualifying for New Englands and <clears> things like that. So you actually have to run faster than the qualifying time on a bank track because it is an advantage. So okay. I see us having some some really strong performances just based on the fact that it's a bank track. So do you know like the degree of the, of the angles? I know like, so my son's a huge NASCAR fan, so we're talking like 31 degrees. Yeah, oh yeah. I really Daytona, don't, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. I really don't know what the banking is, but it's definitely more than, than any others that we've seen. Um, 
I've actually run on that track about 10 years ago, mm. uh, the Valentine's class that they have there. Just okay. the same weekend on Friday and Saturday. Um, I ran a 3,000 meter in there when I was a younger old fart. <laughs> what did you think? I mean, is it? Oh, I liked it. Yeah, 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 definitely enjoyed it. I mean, it was a 15 lap race, so you got used to the bank turns, right? And uh, but I, I, it felt good to run on it. You know, I did feel faster, and it was a pretty quick time for for given my age at the time. So, oh, well, that's interesting. It'll be interesting to see some of the times that our runners are are posting on on such a track. Yeah. Is that is there any advantage for some of the kids that have been on it multiple times already this year? I think. Maybe a little schools. bit, just getting used to it, but I don't think it's very much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of the Boston schools have been on that track a couple of times. Of course. So we haven't all, so. But right. I think we'll be fine with it. Awesome. So, Coach, talk about this. This is this is always kind of mind-boggling. Um, you know, having a sport every season <laughs> and roughly, I don't want to say roughly the same roster, but I don't want to say 60%, maybe the same roster the entire time from cross country to indoor and outdoor track. Uh, how do you balance it personally? I know you have a strong group of assistant coaches, um, but how, how do the athletes uh, get through it without, you know, a lot of overuse injuries or, or the burnout factor? Uh, I think, I think a lot of it's just how you design your training program, um, giving them ample breaks that they need it. Especially I, I talked to pretty much every athlete, especially the distance runners, because that's why I work, uh, individually with mm. and I ask them every day how they're feeling and if someone's just not feeling it or they're feeling a, a sore spot or feel a lot of fatigue then we'll just do some cross training and, and I have no problem with that at all because it, it really is kind of a, a balancing act throughout quite a few months um, and then I think you have to be careful how much you race too um, probably at times I've maybe over race some of the younger runners and I have to be real careful of that because it gets tempting to, to put them in a lot of races and it'll, it'll catch up to the young athletes probably more than anyone else because they're just not used to long seasons. Right. And, and these um, cross country runners are still running on mileage right every week. Like what is the totals there? Yeah. They're not running as much in indoor track as they do uh, during cross the summer in cross country. We'll pick it up a little bit in outdoor. It's a little, a little tough in the winter to, to, True. Get, to keep those miles up as much as we'd like. Um, we try to supplement it with other things. But, um, yeah, the, the miles usually dip a little bit in the indoor season. You want to work on your speed and your strength and and then crank it back up a little bit in the outdoor, especially for the 3,000-meter, the, 5,000-meter, uh, 10,000-meter runners. So you mentioned, uh, you know, qualifying for New England's. So that's what's next. After the DNAX. two weeks. Yeah, yeah, two weeks following on uh, February 29th. It's weird to say that number. <laughs> a leap here. Uh, so talk about that. How many individuals do we have and how many do we have that are close? I know relays. It's an open, so we'll have some right. relays well, for sure. Relays. Yeah, Simon um, Vinci is the only one that's made it. He did it in the first meet. Um, the shot. He was a shot for it. Actually, uh, his 14-5. His best throw was in a couple of meets after that. But anyway, he's he's a legitimate New England thrower, and he was ranked in the nation for a while, but I think a lot of throwers have caught up to him. Yeah. So I think he's like 32nd in the nation or something like that. I don't remember. But still, as that. a freshman, and yeah. yeah, very impressive. So um, Ricky Reyes is less than a second away in the 800. And you mentioned, so there, there are some conversions that come into play with 
the, the, the yeah, bank I turns. Think, I think I figured out uh, you have to run two flat on a flat track, and he's run two flat point seven five. Okay. So he just missed. Uh, he'd have to go. I believe it's one fifty eight. Okay. On the bank track, but if he's running a, a similar kind of race, he should because the banks are an advantage. Yeah. So, um, but unfortunately, we might have to just not worry about that because it's points. It's all about points. Right. We're finishing as high as we can, and if you know icing on the cake would be if he qualifies, then that's great. As a freshman, especially. as a freshman, yeah, yeah. So, um, Sam Vandemore is real close in eight hundred. She's about a second and a half. So, great. And she still has not run her best race yet. She she knows where she can get a little bit more out of the race. I'm actually anticipating her doing that this weekend. Very cool. So yeah, the outdoor champ or the indoor championship, excuse me, is on the 29th, and we have some athletes um, that are for sure going right now, and some others that can qualify for that. So we'll keep an eye out for that as well this weekend. And then when when does your outdoor season begin? They'll take a little break after. Uh, well, some will get a break right after GNAX. Some will wait till New England after New England's. Um, and then uh, our first outdoor meet is um, March. 20th and 21st it's a friday saturday down at um i think it's bridgewater state i think okay yeah it's bridgewater state so um you don't get a whole lot of rest but the outdoor season is really short Um, they only have five meets and um so you have to keep your fitness from indoor and it's really all kind of one season really that's the way I, i look at it we've got a few extra people coming uh joining us for outdoor that's going to help us a lot um Ashton Abbott on the basketball team is an outstanding high jumper. So we're nice. really looking forward to getting him. I mean, obviously we want the basketball team to go as far as they can and the gene accident on, uh, but we're looking forward to uh, when he's all done there, uh, helping us out here. Um, and, and we have uh, Anthony Blaise who went to the New England's last year to Javelin mm. and he's just finishing up his swimming season. So I think he's got a lot of upper body strength from that. We're, we're excited to see how that might help him. Awesome. So, and um, I'm sure we'll get a few other people coming up. Yeah, and you don't really lose many uh, that I can think of. No, anyway. I think pretty much everyone's doing it as far yeah. as I know, unless they're not telling me. Yeah, in the, in the past, you've had some spring sport athletes that have gone yeah. either spring sport right. versus indoor track. But uh, no, so that's great. The program is definitely running in the right direction, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, and Coach, um, you know, you mentioned a good recruiting class hopefully coming in. And a, and a young team, several seniors, you know, this would be their first and only indoor track championship. Right. Um, so we're, we're talking about uh, like Alex Fitzgerald, Jacob Woodsino, uh, Ben Plant. Ben Plants. Um, so, you know, that that's a pretty cool thing, too, for them to be able to experience that. Because uh, I know they've been, you know, members all along of the, of the program. And, and to not have a conference championship for your sport is kind of, you know, now at this point with every other team here pretty much having something for the conference at the end of the year. Oh, it uh, makes a big difference huge. in our program. And we never really had that team thing to shoot for before. Right. And um, having any conference championships, and especially in, even in the GNAX, that's a really good conference for at least our sport. I think it is mm-hmm. for all the sports. And um, that's just our that's our team focus. And that's really been, I think, kind of kept the team strong on their path to being successful and, and having a culminating event. So, Right, because let's face it, this program is still young. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven or eight years, yeah. and we're in a very tough region. Yeah, as far as like New England's with all the NISCAC schools and how strong they are traditionally, 
and some of the others as well. I mean, it, it's it's a very tough region to make a lot of noise in. Right. Um, so to have that conference championship is huge, definitely. And I saw it make a big difference for the outdoor teams as well mm-hmm. the last couple of years, and, and the new teams have done well there. So, Coach, anything else to add about uh, this weekend? Or oh, I know I want to talk about you guys are leaving tomorrow um, at one o'clock, I believe. At one thirty, we're leaving and we're heading down to Kaylee Tedisco's house. Her family um, opened up their doors for a second time for the whole team. They have a beautiful house down there with a lot of room, and we just all pile in. And there's tons of food. And I, I um, requested that we did it early enough so they didn't eat a huge late dinner yeah the night before a championship but i think uh everyone's gonna be smart about that we're just gonna have a ton of fun so oh that's awesome yeah that's one of the things about this about st joseph's college i know that you know we take pride in in having kids that are so well-rounded and and, you know polite and all those things but the parents uh, play such a huge role in the success of the programs and the athletes and just the following is so strong uh, even when their kids move on, they, you know, they're alumni parents and they, they still track everything that's going on and, and, you know, follow the teams. And that's very cool to hear. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know other teams have had similar experiences when they travel and uh, that's very cool. And we've, know, got, they, we've got great support from the parents and it's, they bring bags of food and stuff to the meets and just kind of surprise us with things. And it's just good. It makes us all feel good and close. And so yeah. it's a family for sure. Yeah, traditionally it's been that way. And, and, you know, this is a sport where we not yet at least have, we don't have any home events. Right. So they're not coming to campus yeah. to watch their, their son or daughter compete. They're, they're going to away sites and that's just how it is right now. Um, so hopefully we'll, we'll be able to change that at some point for the outdoor facility, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but coach, you know, uh, congrats on a great indoor season thus far. And we're very excited to see how Sunday goes. Uh, it's different to being on a Sunday. I know it's because of the BU meet. Right. Um, so not a lot else going on on Sunday, so we'll be able to you know, follow that. I think Monday's off, right? Monday's off. So yeah. can relax a little bit. Right. Until the... Uh, our media, media day. Our media day event. Yeah, our media day is always a big one. Uh, spring, and probably get over 150 athletes through on that day. But uh, anyway, but Coach, good luck this weekend. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Enjoy your meal at the uh, Tedisco's house, and uh, have a great day Sunday. I know it'll, it'll be memorable. All right, Corey, I appreciate the time. Thank you. Folks, that was Monk T. Join us next time for another surprise guest. We never know who we're going to have on next, folks. It's just whoever shows up at the door. We'll, we'll figure it out. We won't be making that one. We'll tell you that much. <laughs>